Paul and Silas are set free from prison. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Today we're moving on in Acts chapter 16. In fact, we're going to finish the chapter today looking at verses 35 through 40. And this is the follow-up to uh, the teaching from the other day uh, where we talked about um, the conversion of the jailer uh, that um, was looking after Paul and Silas and the other prisoners when the earthquake happened and everyone was set was uh, set free from the stocks and the doors of their uh, jail rooms were opened, they stayed put. And that moved the heart of the jailer. And Paul and Silas had the opportunity to share the gospel with him. And he and his whole household came to faith. Uh, today we're moving on in that same story. And we're coming to the conclusion of this jailhouse moment for Paul and Silas. And we'll see how things wrap up for them. Uh, but before we do, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you once again, Lord, that we can come and study your word. We're ready to hear from you. We come with ready hearts, ready ears, open eyes, and open spirits. Teach us, Lord, as you're faithful to do, we pray in your mighty name. Amen. Here's Acts 16, 35 through 40. But when it was day, the magistrates sent the police, saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore, come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They've beaten us publicly uncondemned men who are Roman citizens and have thrown us into prison. And do they now throw us out secretly? No, let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia. And when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. Uh, now, this is quite a turn of events. <laughs> Paul and Silas had been thrown in jail um, because of the um, uh, people that came with the report that they were disturbing the city and advocating customs that are not law for, uh, lawful for them as Romans uh, to accept or practice and all of those things from uh, 1621. They get thrown in jail. Uh, the ones who threw them in jail did not realize they were Roman citizens. And now they're having to eat a little bit of crow. Uh, they sent the message through the jailer that the, Paul and, and, and Silas were being released. Uh, but Paul um, brought up the injustice of what had happened to them, saying uh, they, they had us beaten publicly. We were uncondemned men. We, weren't, uh, we were uncondemned by any court. We are uh, Roman citizens, and they've thrown us into pre prison, and now they want to secretly release us to save face. No, you tell them to come down here and um, bring us out of this jail. And so that's the message the, uh, the police, the jailers reported back to the magistrates. Uh, they did not realize they were Roman citizens. They came down personally, released Paul and Silas from jail, and apologized to them and asked them to leave the city. Paul's boldness is what sticks out for me in this passage. Um, Paul could have easily acquiesced to what they had sent, uh, the message they had sent, and said, yeah, no problem, you know, we'll just overlook everything. But Paul 
knew there was an injustice. Paul knew that um, there was some funny business going on, and he was not about to be a part of their secret ploy to save faith face and not own what they had done wrongly to Paul and Silas. And so he called out the injustice, and it was made right, uh, but they still were not pleased to have Paul and Silas in their city, and they were asked to leave. Um, I think this is godly courage on display. Paul is not arguing um, the rightness of something that he knew he did wrong. He was arguing against an injustice done to him for no good reason. Uh, Some people in jail (laughs) argue against the facts that put them there, uh, disputing the truthfulness of those things uh, while knowing they're guilty. Um, This is an innocent man um, lifting up an injustice and saying, no, it needs to be made right. And that's godly courage. Uh, It's a reminder that in the face of our own injustices and in the face of injustices we see perpetrated against others, we have a call to courageously stand in the face of those things for the sake of Jesus and for the sake of the good of that person or those people, uh, to call that injustice out. It's the matter of speaking truth to power. It's the matter of advocating for those who are being maligned. Uh, That's how Jesus lived and that's how Jesus uh, went through this life. He advocated for those on the margins. He advocated for those who were being maligned by systems that were rigged against them. And Paul was um, taking a stand here in a bold way. Now, it's not every day that we're faced with the need to take a stand, but when the moment arises, um, we need to be prepared to take that stand and to take that spiritual stand and to take that stand uh, on a matter of justice for others who are hurting or being maligned or wounded. Um, Only God can empower us with the requisite courage we need to do that. And Paul had that courage because Paul had a deep and abiding connection to the Father and to Jesus. If our connection to Jesus is waning, we will often shrink back in these moments uh, for fear of stirring the pot or creating more trouble for ourselves. Um, And we're likely to take the easy road um, when we're operating in the flesh. But when we're operating in the spirit and our spirit connection to God is healthy and strong, we can take this stand and we will have the requisite courage and empowerment we need to do so because it will be God doing it in us and through us. All right, my friends, great uh, message today. Uh, We have now concluded Acts chapter 16, and we still have a good ways to go in the book of Acts. Um, We are uh, now about at the, a little more than the midway point. Um, Acts has 28 chapters, and so um, we'll continue on into Acts chapter 17, hopefully tomorrow if the Lord is willing. And I pray that these words would continue to resonate in your hearts today as you consider them. God bless.